Greetings in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Sean, and you're listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. Well, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Good to talk to you this weekend. Always remember to tune in on Saturdays at 2 o'clock for Your American Heritage with my favorite friend and fellow insurrectionist, Ed Bondarenka. Also, we know uh, Theron informs us during the week every day from 3 to 6, and we just have a great thing going here at WHAM. And uh, and uh, I'm here today on behalf of all of those who are fighting the globalist cabal. You know, I love using language like that now because it sounded kind of weird and conspiratorial like 10 or 12 years ago, you know, 15 years ago. And now you say you're fighting the glo- the, the, the uh, globalist cabal, and I was like, yeah, 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 it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, we know about them. That's kind of out in the open now. They don't really don't really hide it anymore. They go and meet in, in Davos and places and talk about their grand schemes to uh, basically destroy the sovereignty of every nation in the world, make a one-world globalist cabal. And you and I can be the serfs that serve them and live in little apartment buildings with, uh, you know, a little square with a little square TV. We will own nothing, and we will be happy. Anyway, so uh, we're going to talk today. You know what's funny is when— uh, when uh, Donald Trump came out and when he was running for election, and he accused that the that the that the FBI was spying on him, and how everyone was just so shocked and appalled, and everyone just laughed to hysterics and talked about what a what a uh, conspiratist and how demented Trump was, and then we find out it wasn't even the tip of the iceberg. Oh, there was so much more going on than a little bit of eavesdropping. It was it was a it was a coordinated effort between, you know what's funny is, uh, uh, I can't understand this, how these, uh, they must have been doing this for a long time. How these leftists have been coordinating this stuff since, I don't know, maybe hundreds of years, who knows? Coordinating this stuff. Talking point. You know, conservatives, I gotta say, because we, we don't make government God, we tend to not be as good at coordinating and manipulating and darn right deceiving and doing things in the shadows we're too busy like working making a living um i don't know raising families worshiping god uh doing productive healthy things you know those things that are no longer considered good in america but um nothing reveals the swamp like the the media and social media we already know we already know unfortunately that uh in in terrified to say this i i would have been hard for me to even fathom this many years ago but you know the corruption that has hit our our uh bureaucracies you know the fbi the cia the irs all of these places that have that have been politicized and used used to turn us into a banana republic in which you will be persecuted by one or all of these organizations if you don't go and then to add it on, they 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 now uh, they now have joined forces with the corporations in a, a China esque like um, ESG uh, ESG way of of uh, canceling everyone out of, uh, of of making your life miserable of financially ruining you. You know they don't have to come and get you in a train anymore. They don't even got to build a gulag or a prison and come get you anymore. They don't have to round you up. They don't have to do any of that. They just punish you right in your house. They just ruin your reputation, destroy you, make sure you can't work. And uh, if we go to digital currency, they'll just shut your money off. And you can say, well, 
this is all you're talking some crazy <laughs> listen there is nothing crazy anymore there when 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 11 out of 10 conspiracy theories have been proven absolutely true there is nothing nothing be I, you know what you could pitch me conspiracies from all over the place and probably i'd give them some consider i'm a rational person but i'm telling you the things we've seen in the last few years the things we've seen make anything believable so uh, but 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 nothing more than than seeing how much the government and government agencies collude with private organizations or with 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 private companies such as facebook and twitter such as the media don't you love it when they they do those things where they paste the media talking points and they they put them over top of each other and everyone's saying the same thing and there's like 50 different media outlets and when you listen to their talking points they can literally paste them over each other almost the same speed same inflection everything like someone sends out a memo like this is today's this is today's uh talking point this is today's propaganda from the propaganda machine and um as though we don't see it as though we're i, I guess there's still a large group of people who who believe the media but uh, believe social media but um, and, and I've been I've been having so much joy watching this meltdown over Elon Musk. Now you know the left loved Elon Musk about ten years ago, five years ago. They loved him. They loved him until he actually stood for real old school liberal liberal principles. Like I don't know freedom of speech. Remember how liberals used to love freedom of speech, and you know you can say what you want to say, and we'll protect it even if we hate it. We'll protect your right to speak. Well, no more. And all of a sudden, Elon Musk, you know what's funny, too, when they when they go after a person, you know, Elon Musk will no longer, no longer play the uh, play the um, the game of uh, restricting free speech, censoring. And that's what makes him evil is that he won't censor for the left like oh, Twitter did before, like Facebook did before. He won't he won't he won't take money like Jack Dorsey. He won't link himself up with actual agencies in the government so that they together can decide what should be suppressed, what should be called misinformation. And because of that, he's now an evil man. And now they they critique everything from his teeth brushing habits to his body shape to what he eats to he's not very intelligent. Of course, the richest man in the world has uh, started uh, PayPal, Tesla, SpaceX. But he's he's dumb now. Now he's now he's dumb. And it's funny because when they go after someone like this, it's so obvious. I mean, they try. I mean, Elon Musk, uh, you know, his he doesn't bathe much. All of these things they come up with, um, because all of a sudden he doesn't fit the narrative. And, and and don't think, don't think that they, because you're a minority, or or, uh, or somebody who's in a supposedly oppressed group, that you will receive, you will you will maintain that status if you decide to desert the democrat leftist party the commies if you do they will rip you apart you will suddenly become anathema to them because the only real the only real proper way is that you get with the program and uh you follow the leftist you follow the leftist marching calls or you're out you are out well we know because thank god for old elon musk who bought twitter and then he got all the files of what Twitter was doing during the 2020 election. He got the files on the speech they were suppressing, uh, mainly the 
Hunter Biden laptop story. They got, he got the files on the collusion they had going on between these uh, platforms and the FBI and the White House and the Democrat Party. You know that, that Carrie Hobbs and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, Carrie Lake and that, uh, that Hobbs lady out there, the one who was the Secretary of State. Do you know she was able to report some of Carrie Lake's tweets to the government in which time this government agency then reported them to Twitter and then Twitter took them down at the behest of her political opponent? Wow, what a day we live. Could you imagine if conservatives had that kind of um, that kind of leverage that we could kind of make phone calls and get mm, dissenting leftist speech taken down? Could you imagine the outrage that would be had? Oh, it would be it would be classic outrage, classic outrage. You would I I mean, oh, we'd never hear an end of it. But over the December 3rd or December 3rd weekend, new Twitter CEO Elon Musk gave a slew of documents to writer Matt Taibbi regarding internal discussions at the company on how to handle the New York Post story on Hunter Biden's laptop during the 2020 election. Now, the interesting thing is this Matt Taibbi worked for Twitter, um, I believe, even be, you know, while Twitter was doing its thing. And uh, now he's catching all kinds of flack from his lefty friends because he's now still working there and he's being a good employee and he's following the instructions of his boss. And um, he's catching heck for it because you can only do your job if you're doing it for those who approve of the message. So. The post story had broken on October 14th, 2020. Many of you remember this. Hunter Biden left his laptop at a laptop fixing store, never came to get it, and it got turned over, and it was discovered by some other folks, and the information on it was uh, being leaked a few weeks before the 2020 presidential election and was censored on Twitter and Facebook. It wasn't just tweets or posts. Even people trying to send the story via direct messenger were were censored. In other words, they didn't just censor the New York Post story. You, as an individual, could not retweet or resend or reshare this story because Twitter and uh, Facebook suppressed it. Now, you remember when Donald Trump came on the stage and he asked Joe Biden about it? And Joe Biden came out and said, 50 individuals from the security apparatus, more than 50, more than 50, maybe it was more than that. All signed on and said this was Russian disinformation. I wish they would have said right there, you know, Joe, if it proves not to be Russian disinformation, can we take those 50 out and hang them in the public square? Would they still stand by the story? Can we take them out and, I don't know, imprison them? Well, I don't believe in that because I believe in freedom of speech. But if they come out and say this is Russian disinformation and we find out later it's not, can they just be shamed to a place because the fact is, is they knew that it wasn't. I bet you every one of the 50 individuals on there knew that it wasn't. And yet came on and dismissed it as Russian disinformation. And of course, the FBI played its hand with Facebook and Twitter to suppress the story. By the way, a story that 
up to 10 percent or even higher of Biden voters said had they known they would not have voted for Joe Biden. Interesting. And here they thought Trump colluded with Russia because a few Russian bots bought some advertisements on Facebook. And that's what won Trump the election collusion with Russia. And here we have real collusion. We don't need Russian actors. We've got it with our own FBI, who is politicized and is trying to help Joe Biden by suppressing the the reality of his dope addict son's conduct and his in public office in enriching themselves through American influence, who selling influence to foreign actors. And they had help in suppressing that story from Facebook and Twitter. Taibbi, for his part, went through the documents and posted the relevant ones to Twitter. Then a liberal network of Twitter personalities and journalists quickly got to work to dismiss anything untoward that occurred internally at Twitter, but clearly it had. For one thing, Twitter was working closely with the Biden campaign to remove tweets the campaign found objectionable. Could you imagine? Could you could you imagine if Donald Trump was able to call up Twitter, Facebook, and say, um, "And by the way, this is the campaign at this point. He's not even you know, uh, uh, he's not even the president at this point. Biden is not the president. The campaign was able." over a sitting president to make objections to tweets the campaign found objectionable. The Biden team would send an email with links and get the response it had been handled. What a powerful propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. You know, we know the media has always been in collusion with the lefties, all the way back to Reagan. They were in collusion. They were, you know, we all knew they were lefties, but some of them had some semblance of pretending. But we don't even have that now. We don't even have that now. So the response is it's been handled. In other words, whenever Joe Biden didn't like what was being said about his campaign or his son or stories being broken, he just called Facebook or Twitter and they handled it. Was the Donald Trump presidential campaign in 2016 getting similar assistance? <laughs> Not a chance. In fact, uh, the 2016 campaign was being suppressed and attacked. And did you? Hear, let me ask you this: Have you ever seen a story that represents conservatism that you saw one of those little flags on the bottom, like "Independent Fact Checkers"? Have you ever? Have you ever seen like vaccines are safe and effective, but some conservative independent fact checkers said, "Well." Maybe not so quick. Have you ever seen any, like, uh, Donald Trump colluded with Russia to steal the two? Then a little thing comes down. Well, this this information has not been verified is considered misinformation. No, you never have. In fact, uh, people like Donald Trump, a sitting president, and others in conservatism have been removed. We're removed from, from Twitter and Facebook while the... The Ayatollahs in Iran still had theirs. Chanting death to America on Twitter. Freedom of speech still had theirs. Could the people on the Trump team email Twitter and remove objectionable tweets about Trump or his family? If it had been Eric or Don Jr.'s laptop, 
that had been exposed. Does anyone believe that the coverage of that laptop would have been silenced? Could you imagine if they had gotten hold of a Don Jr.? They would have. They would have looked at every. They would have. Forensic files would have came out and studied that laptop, and they would not have had the ability or the luxury of some media outlet uh, calling them. Uh, uh, calling it Russian disinformation or not being true. No, we know this. Everyone knows this. What I'm saying today is not even new. It's old hat. I'm not even complaining. I'm just telling you, everyone knows it. It's out. It's out in the open. Big media and big tech colluded with the FBI and the Biden campaign to make sure that Joe Biden's business dealings with Hunter Biden, their selling of influence they're selling of access american access which probably is influenced much of their policy making with china with ukraine with other places all of it was suppressed so that joe biden could win the election who cares about russian collusion we got american collusion which by the way did you know that the government agencies um, influencing speech um, anywhere at any time is not considered legal. But hey, the law only cuts one way in this country. The law only... You have amnesty from prosecution if you're a Democrat. Why, just look at Hillary Clinton's lawyer. The lawyer who took the Steele dossier and presented it to the FBI as fact. Well, he had a trial after Durham, after uh, John Durham um, brought charges against him. But, of course, the trial happened in Washington, D.C. The trial happened with a D.C. Uh, with a D.C. jury. And, of course, they said, we don't see what the big deal is. Okay, so the guy lied to the FBI. But then it came to General Flynn, and there was no proof and no trial, just accusations and charges, and they destroyed his life. If the justice system isn't corrupt and as, as two-tiered as we see it is, or, or if you can't recognize that, you got to ask yourself, at the highest levels of our country, the justice system is corrupted. What's that mean for you and I? What's that mean for you and I? And that's why people can, in the name of Antifa or Black Lives Matter, tear up city streets, murder people, destroy things for 18 months straight with amnesty, with either weak charges or no charges at all. But yet January 6th protesters have been sitting in prison for two years, not charged, mistreated, some sick. You got to ask yourself a question here. What are we living in now? A little scary. There's an additional factor that the FBI had warned Twitter not to be, to be on the lookout for information about Hunter Biden. How did they know a Hunter Biden story was coming? As Miranda Devine, who broke the laptop story open in the New York Post notes, while the FBI was spying on Trump's then-lawyer Rudy Giuliani's online cloud under the pretext of an investigation into an alleged foreign agent registration violations. Always some little technicality in which they can... You know, that's why, uh, although I was a uh, 
post 9-11 supporter of the Patriot Act and things like that because I was convinced, like others, it would be used on foreign adversaries. My new libertarian, older, more... uh, my new libertarian, older, more wise self knows that that those very powers that were taken by, you know, that's what the government does whenever it gets power corrupts. That those powers given under the Patriot Act were now being turned on American citizens, probably used more on American citizens now than on foreign actors. Well, the FBI knew because they were spying on Rudy Giuliani. A probe which conveniently was dropped this year. Oh, they dropped the probe. Juliana has provided materials on the laptop to the Post. It was collusion among the Biden campaign, law enforcement, and Twitter that Americans should care about. They all pushed the lie that the laptop was some kind of Russian disinformation and not simply a drug addict son of a presidential candidate losing his personal property. Yes, and the lies continue... In a piece for the New York Times, poo-pooing the release of the documents, Michael N. Jurabom wrote, Mr. Musk and Mr. Taibbi framed the exchange as evidence of rank censorship and pernicious influence by liberals. Many others, even some ardent Twitter critics, were less impressed, saying the exchange merely showed a group of executives earnestly debating about how to deal with unconfirmed news of a report that was based on information from a stolen laptop. By the way, the laptop was never stolen. These are these key words. When you when you get on and you hear, see, I, I know when an article is biased. I know when an article, because the first thing it'll say is, uh, the already discredited story. They do the same thing when they talk about, ele- when they talk about uh, electoral corruption, when they talk about corruption in the elections. Oh, these, these already... Uh, these already misproven election deniers. And these were like election deniers, you know, and they then they put these negative tags on people who don't. Hey, if you don't 150% believe that Joe Biden got more votes than any president ever, that Donald Trump, even though he got 10 million more votes, still lost to the most popular president of all time, Joe Biden, more popular than Barack Obama. If you even scratch your head and say, well, that seems kind of, you're an election denier and an insurrectionist. And a danger to the country. You're vermin. You're not even, you shouldn't even be allowed to be here. Earnestly debating is a hilariously biased take on a stolen laptop. It's just factually incorrect. In fact, the laptop repairman John Paul Mack has had a defamation case against several media outlets, including CNN and Political, for using this stolen terminology. In other words, Hunter was probably just so high, he leaves a laptop. And never comes back and gets it. He never comes back and gets it. But of course, they use words like stolen. They use words like misinformation. They use words like disinformation. They do all of these things because the media and big tech are nothing more than a propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. My friends, welcome to the Banana Republic of America. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. We're the young guns. We're the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.